It's the Lady Changemakers podcast, a show where we interview some amazing ladies who are doing great things in purpose-led businesses. Hi there, my name is Sarah from Purpose Little Media. You may know me from Little Rockers Radio, a social enterprise with a mission to ensure every child is safe, healthy and happy. We've helped to raise over $200,000 for our charity partners in our five years since launch. I'm totally inspired by other women in business with passion, determination and an awesome attitude. So come with me on a journey as we have real conversations with the hundreds of amazing lady changemakers in Australia who are making a true and lasting difference. Christy is the CEO and creator of Modi Body. She's a mum on a mission, a fash tech entrepreneur and a social advocate for women's health issues and rights. Christie's vision is to build a brand that makes the world better by empowering everybody to make real positive change. Hi, Christy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? After the birth of your second child, you experienced unmentionable bladder leaks. This led you on a path to creating Modi Body. Can you tell us about this? Sure. So, um, yes, it was after the birth of my second child and I was actually living in Seattle uh, and I was doing a lot of running, you know, I was in training for a marathon actually, uh, and um, while I was on one of those runs, um, and I had the idea for Modi Body. So I had been experiencing light bladder leaks, and I, you know, I got caught out a couple of times at the supermarket, you know, with the two kids in tow and a full shopping trolley, and um, you know, then you have one of these bladder leaks, and it's, it's pretty embarrassing, and you have to, you know, drop everything and run home. And, um, and at that stage, um, I knew that the only options available were disposable hygiene and, and I didn't want to wear disposable hygiene every day, knowing how bad it was for the environment and how it was, um, uncomfortable as well. And, and it was also part of my dignity. So, um, when I was on one of those runs, I, I had a leak and, um, was sweating and I, I thought, why is it that the world hasn't developed anything better for women? And I was surrounded by technology living in Seattle. And I thought to myself, surely it was time for a better, a better solution, um, one that was, you know, more technologically advanced and also was better for the environment. Um, and also as a teenage girl, I had had heavy periods, uh, and I had also had leakage from heavy periods. So just, yeah, that, that life experience led to the idea of creating a line of underwear that could be, you know, super absorbent, um, and, you know, kill odor and keep you dry and then be reusable. And I went home and I mentioned that idea to my husband and he thought it was a good idea. And he said, but you need to take a scientific approach. And so I did. And I spent the next 18 months uh, developing the fiber technology or patented fiber technology behind our products. And then another six months um, prototype testing and, um, you know, sourcing and finding a manufacturer and uh, originally in Australia to, to get the product onto market. So yeah, overall it was about a two year. Um, a two-year journey from idea to launch. So I guess, I mean, where does where does one even start? So you've had the idea, you've spoken to your husband about it, he said to approach it scientifically. How did you even begin to look at it? Do you just, do you type into Google? Did you have a background in fashion or technology? How did you even get started? It was all completely new. So my background is PR and marketing, having worked for agencies and large corporates. Um, so no, I had no chemistry background, no science background, no fashion background, no textile background. <laughs> um, but what I am is, and what I've learned about myself, um, 
is that I am an activator, so I do like to take ideas and put them into action, and I'm and I'm a problem solver. So those two things are a part of my strengths. And uh, I started by uh, first, yes, I did um, get onto um, Google uh, <laughs> back in 2011, <laughs> and I started doing some research. Uh, to see what existed in the market. I, um, you know, got onto the patent registry to find out what existed. Uh, and then I started calling people. Um, I started, you know, I spoke with, uh, investigating you know, who were the people I was meant to speak with. And I, I found out which would be chemical textile people. So I started, you know, doing some calls around and speaking with them. And when they couldn't give me an answer or they gave me enough of an answer, I'd ask them, do you know anyone else you could help? And then they'd suggest somebody else. So, I ended up speaking to over a hundred people. In fact, one of them was um, one of the women who was involved in Gore-Tex. So that advice was what got me on the um, got me on the path to then mm-hmm. finding and sourcing my own fibres. And mm-hmm. I did that by you know looking at all the different markets from the um, outdoor performance market to the equine or horsing market. Looking wow. at what they were doing in areas of you know odor absorbent, um, odor control and absorption. Um, and then, you know, sourcing those natural fibres and fabrics and um, basically sewing um, pieces of fabric and into my own pair of underwear and <laughs> testing myself and also doing a lot of pipetting and testing. And my husband's actually a scientist, so um, he gave me some advice about how to, you know, do the science. And so we would, you know, I would form, you know, a 10 centimetre piece of fibre and fabric and everything was very controlled. <laughs> and mm. I went about it that way. So, yeah, had drying tests. And um, you know, uh, odor tests and absorption tech. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I look back now, and that's why it did take such a long time because I wanted to find something. I had so many, I had so much criteria, and I didn't settle for something uh, as well. I had think I could have settled earlier on, but it just was never good enough. Which is why I do believe we do have the best product in the market today. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. And so you do, you really do get on that treadmill of information, don't you? And once you're on it, it's so much easier. And it's, it's exciting, that treadmill, that part of that journey. Um, it's really fun, that exploration stage. And, you know, I actually did even go to a library because apart from the, the, you know, the technology, the fiber tech, it was like, oh, yeah, I've got to launch a brand and a fashion mm. business, you know, in a way. So I went and borrowed a book from the library about how to start your own fashion label. <laughs> Not that it's quite a fashion label, but... Um, you know, and I read that book and took notes about supply chain and, um, you know, cost of goods and margins and all that mm. stuff. So all very much self-taught. And then, you know, finding mentors and people um, and asking questions along the way. And that's what I've done and that's what I continue to do. Um, yeah. I wouldn't sit here now and say that, you know, I still, you know, we're still creating the rule book internally, uh, especially being an e-commerce-led business as well. So fast forward uh, a few years now and you've got um, a breastfeeding and maternity range, you've got red for teen girls, activewear, swimwear and underpants. So it's much more than just period underwear. Was that part of the vision for your brand when you first launched? Absolutely. So I did want to create a whole brand um, so, well, I initially launched obviously to provide a solution in underwear for mm. periods of incontinence and for heavy perspiration. But, um, as I, as, you know, not long into it, I did see that vision that this could be so much more that we could create a whole lifestyle brand that's giving, um, women, um, girls and men, um, all, all bodies really a, um, a brand that offers them more, more protection, um, mm. than what, you know, current, current options do in swimming and, and, um, underwear and activewear has has evolved 
It has. And one of the things that I really love, well, besides the fact that I love the Modi Body product in general, is that you also feature real women in your images, which is so refreshing. Um, given, you know, today's Instagram perfect world, everything, every image is so perfect, but you're really um, featuring real women. How has this been received? Really, really positively. Um, look, I'll, I'll be really honest, at the start when we initially did this, it, it was a little different to what others were doing. And we did get, you know, you did get some vomit emojis on some of the, you know, when we were using curvier women. Um, and we weren't just using, you know, women who were tall and curvy. We were actually using truly curvy women. And um, so there was that sort of feedback. But we don't get that anymore. But it's just evolved so far that now customers, you know, our own customers want to come and, and model for us and embrace their own bodies and show that show um, show themselves as everyday women so that other young girls and women can feel um, confident in their bodies as well. So it has been now received uh, very positively and I'm, I'm really glad about that. And, and I took that position from the start because I was told by marketers, well, oh, you're talking about some very taboo issues. You need to make this glamorous and, and I just went, no, this, this is an opportunity. I'm disrupting one category. I'm going to disrupt the, the advertising as well. And um, and I've always wanted that for myself. Um, mm. I always struggled as a teenage girl looking at, you know, these photoshopped one stereotype versions of women. And I, I just, it's not right. I just don't feel it's right. And ethically, we should all be confident in who we are. You know, you've got freckles or scars or you know, little scabs sometimes or bruises. It's just part of life. Exactly. And, you know, as adults, we struggle with that. And that's why I really love what you're doing because with teenage daughters or younger girls, they're actually seeing images of real women, which is really empowering. So well done. Thank you. And I think it has sort of, you know, it, it, it has become a lot more um, acceptable now to have this uh, the type of, you know, advertising and um, uh, promotion of women that using real women that, that we do. So, uh, you know, we've seen other brands, you know, move into this area as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, and we recently started working together uh, with Modi Body, one of our purpose partners. As part of our campaign working together, we sent Modi Body period underwear over to a one heart village in Kenya. And period poverty is a huge issue in Kenya, in Kenya, as well as here in Australia and in other countries. And you're really leading the way in terms of support. Can you tell us a little bit about the Modi Body social impact causes and the Give a Pair program? Yeah, sure. So, as well as, you know, being part of our vision to protect, you know, all bodies and give them um, a better solution, a big part of our mission is to build a uh, financially, you know, profitable business, but one that has huge social impact, not just on our humanity, but on women in need. And so from day one, I have partnered with organisations where we have donated our products to get those, um, to get our garments and sustainable solutions into the hands of, of women who've been living in shelters. Um, in Australia, who usually are victims of domestic violence. So that was one of our first initiatives, and, and I did that even when I was a solo entrepreneur. Um, and since then, that's evolved into our Give a Compare program, um, where uh, customers can purchase a product and we donate uh, two products on their behalf to charity. And that can be to a number of organisations, as you, as you mentioned, in our partnership but um, also through individuals who contact us and say, I'm going over to Kenya and I'm going to go do volunteer work in a school. Can I take some body body product with me? And we're like, yes, take them, great. Mm -hmm. And we've donated now thousands and thousands of pairs. 
Um, so we have a whole social impact charter, uh, and we will continually evolve that and work with, um, in partnership with other larger organizations to, um, you know, have a low cost model, hopefully eventually that we can get into, you know, areas of need. Um, one of the ideas is, you know, the crisis areas to be, to have a pair of body in a kit, in a crisis kit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, an area that's champion and we do have a head of social impact in our business because it, uh, is something we live and breathe, not just the environmental side, which is just, uh, part of buying our product is actually doing good as well yeah. for the environment. And you're doing an amazing job there. And just as an aside, the girls at the school who uh, in Kenya who received the Modi Body product, when they first received it, obviously it's completely new to them. Um, so they were really unsure. And then a week or two later, a, a few of the girls came back to the village who had had their period uh, and wanted to get in contact with our One Heart, the One Heart Village um uh, health clinic advisor here in Australia and, and they spoke to her and just thanked her so much. They can't believe how, um, how amazing the Modi Body product is and how helpful it has been to them. So, uh, that's just some feedback for you, but, uh, yeah, well done. And you're right because so many women, um, and as you said, it's, it's in our, you know, in our own backyard. There are young girls, um, and women who can't afford, uh, mm. like ongoing hygiene and they're using options like, you know, newspapers and rags. That's really quite, um, you know, it's, it's quite disheartening <laughs> to even think that, um, let alone globally how massive a problem this is. And we just take for granted, um, sometimes where we live. So yeah, anything we can do as a, as a business to, um, to give back that yeah, I feel that that's so, so important. It's not just all about a profit motive, it's how do we help as well. You know, and a lot of the, the people that come to work for us have that same cultural mindset and that's how we ensure that, you know, that they, that they want to be part of that, that mission as well. Okay, so for anyone who's listening who wants more information, they can head to the Modi Body website. That's probably the best place. And that's modibody.com, M-O-D-I-B-O-D-I.com. And because you're listening to us, we have a 10% off code for you. So if you're purchasing period underwear or anything else from their great range, you can pop in in capital letters, Little Rockers, L-I-T-T-L-E-R-O-C-K-E-R-S, 1010. And that will allow you to save on the great Modi Body product. Thank you so much for joining us today, Christy. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Modi Body, reusable leak-proof undies, the environmentally friendly alternative to disposable pads and tampons. Modi Body are a station support partner for Little Rockers Radio. You've been listening to Lady Changemakers. If you love our interviews, please tell others about them. Subscribe and rate so we can get these inspiring Lady Changemaker stories into the ears of more. 